Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Happy Thursday. Hope you've had a great week as you kind of count down to this weekend at your church. Today, we've got a real treat. A church leader that I met years ago. Uh, who's got a, it's a real expert in the area that we're talking about today. So I'm excited for this. We've got Stephen Murphy on the line today. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. This is awesome. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. We, you know, we bumped into each other a few years ago when you were at a previous engagement, uh, when you were working at Seacoast, and, uh, which was a great experience. Seacoast is a great church. Currently, you work at Joyce Meyer Ministries. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? Give us the Stephen Murphy story. <laughs> Uh, well, the nutshell side of it is that I, I got into television uh, when I was actually a, a full-time, well, hardly a full-time, but I guess more just a very high-capacity volunteer in youth ministry, and we actually toyed with the idea of doing a public access show for really? te- for teens. And uh, me and one of the other guys went down and took a, an eight-hour training course at the cable company. <laughs> <laughs> and with that eight hours of training, you were then authorized to use their stuff. Wow. And, uh, honestly, that, that show never came to fruition, but that was the, the Kickstarter for what became a, a hobby and then ultimately a career. And that's been over 25 years that I've been in television production. I uh, did a lot of live sports when I was living in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, traveled all over the world doing that for all the big networks. And then in about 2004, 2005, basically, my wife and I just got to a point. It's like, how can I take what I've always done with TV and video into the church world? And I took my, took my first church gig in 2005 nice. and worked for a couple big churches, as you mentioned, Seacoast, one of them. Uh, and how's this for a segue? And <laughs> in, in, in my church experiences was uh, tasked with putting together church, uh, video announcements. Nice. And what, what started off as a well, what do you want? What are we doing with this? Right. Became kind of a passion of all right. How do we do this well? How can we use this medium to the best and uh, just communicate well? And so that's that's why it became kind of a passion for me. And that I don't I don't want to just phone this in. I want I want to do it well. Right. You know, it's so funny the video announcement thing. I think in the last few years, and again, you're the expert on this, but it seems like over the last even five years. It's become a you know a more and more standard practice in churches. A lot of churches are doing video announcements. Is that your impression as well? Very much so. In fact, I, I tweeted a I well I'll just call it a crack um, <laughs> that video announcements has kind of become the church clip art of the nineties. Oh no! <laughs> and and sadly, I feel like so many churches are doing video announcements because all the other churches are right. doing video announcements, and I think that's where the where it kind of degrades a little bit and it's just like, well, gosh, we're the last church that's not doing them. We should do them. And, and I think churches jump into them with little or no research, little or no uh, even expertise on their staff. And to me, that is one of those areas where it's like, this is a part of the first impression that, that visitors are getting of your church. And uh, for that matter, um, I'm, I'm a metaphor guy, and when I look at a church service, I look at it as real estate, mm-hmm. and that you've got about you know, 60 to 90 minutes of real estate to, to use well, first of all, to 
foster an environment where people can encounter the power and presence of our God. Mm -hmm. And secondly, to really give them uh, the postage stamp version of what the life of your church looks like. Mm -hmm. And so I, it just kind of grates on me when I see churches uh, dive into that haphazardly right. and take three to five minutes of, of very valuable real estate and, and misuse it. And Absolutely. So that's the part that kind of just, uh, come uh, on, do better. Yeah. It's funny. We, um, last spring, we were, I was on a missions trip, a clean water trip. Our church does a lot of stuff with the kind of clean water efforts around the world and had the privilege of taking a, a team uh, to Nicaragua, the second, you know, poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. And um, on the Thursday night, we had an incredible privilege. Um, we got to go to Thursday night church at, um, in Granada, just outside of Granada in Nicaragua. And, um, you know, we pulled up, it was a great service. I speak, uh, you know, I speak about as much Spanish as I do Russian, you know, I just don't speak very much at all, but it was a wonderful experience. It's it, just the whole thing. It was great, but it was interesting in the middle of the service, you know, we're out in this kind of, you know, barn of a facility. Um, you know, they've got a, you know, it, it was, it was really nice, super well kept, but no, you know, not, not, you know, a fancy location or whatever, but in the middle of all that, here was video announcements, you know, the, uh, this, this church had found, you know, they, they actually met with the guy, we knew the guy who, you know, he uses a little camcorder and pulls together video announcements every week at their church. So I was like, clearly the video announcement thing is, is widespread. Why, why don't we dig into it? What are some of the, when you talk about some of the things that go wrong, um, in video announcements or some of the things that kind of pitfalls, maybe uh, churches should, should avoid when they think about video announcements. Um, well, like I was saying, I feel like a lot of churches just dive in feeling right. like they're behind, so they just they just go for it with, right. with little or no plan. Um, I'm very much a why guy. Uh, mm -hmm. Read a great book uh, about a year and a half ago called Start With Why, mm -hmm. and it really helped kind of crystallize my thoughts on, okay, this is, this is what makes sense. You've, uh, it, you can't just read the bulletin for five minutes. Right. Um, I think if you're going to go with video announcements, then you've got to start thinking visually. Mm -hmm. You can't just move a talking head from a podium to a screen. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I think really uh, one of the first things that happens is that, well, we just read the bulletin and we put it on video. Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, then you're not really maximizing what that medium is good for. Right. Be visual. Right. Uh, you were just you were just talking about mission trips. Well, it's one thing to just stand up and say, "Well, we've got a great mission trip coming up to Nicaragua. It's in six weeks. If you want to go, you should sign up." Well, you haven't really communicated <laughs> anything other than a right. date time. Right. Give people a reason why you're going. Give mm -hmm. a reason why your church is passionate about serving the people of Nicaragua, mm -hmm. and then mix in some photos or some video from the last time that you went. Or for that matter, I'm I'm very much a fan of story. Get a quick 30-second synopsis from somebody who was on the last trip that just obviously they're going to speak very passionately about what that trip meant to them and why they're going back. Mm -hmm. uh, these are the things that are going to whet people's appetite more than just calendar fodder. I think right. very much in our churches, we're very much about what. We've right. got plenty of stuff to do, but we rarely give the why. We rarely give the reasons why our church is giving things like this the time and the, and the mm -hmm. calendar space to happen. So, uh, and then second to that is if you really want to do video announcements, mm -hmm. identify somebody on your staff mm -hmm. or start thinking about a hire. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that's really occurred to me lately is that 
you wouldn't just grab somebody off the street and say, hey, why don't you lead worship in our services? <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know anything about your background or your skill, but this is just something we really want to do. Right. But I feel like that's, that's one of the things that happens in, in churches. They're like, oh, you know, the youth guy, he kind of knows a little bit about video. Well, that youth guy's probably already pretty strapped on his schedule, and now you're putting this on his plate. Right. And you, know, you go in without a plan. You go in without any kind of a real uh, long view as to what, what things look like for the next six months, and you start them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. In in, um, in our world, we, we do video announcements every week. I think our guys do a really good job just to kind of underline a couple things there. Um, you know, I, I we don't want to just kind of transfer the talking head thing. Like we had one person just standing up there. We want to actually show as much, you know, the term I've heard used before, B-roll or footage from, you know, actually seeing things happen. Let's actually illustrate what, you know, what it's like uh, exactly. you know, to be in this whatever event or that that you're, you know, promoting. How much time do you think, obviously, it's a little bit of a bottomless pit, right? Like television commercials are 30 seconds long and they can take half a year to put together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but what would the kind of a, a rule of thumb do you think that a church should be using when they think about, okay, what, how long it might take? between shooting and editing to pull together, you know, a decent video announcement? I think the, the reasonable time frame is a good day and a half. And wow. that's just because I look at a, a, a standard church week and that you're usually talking about a four-day work week and that I, I hope that <laughs> churches either are giving their staff a Monday or a Friday off, that you're really trying to cram a whole lot you're into that four days. Right. So you've got a day's worth of work as far as planning, scheduling, shooting, and then the edit, and I would always even throw out that you've got to throw in a little extra time that I hope that somebody gets a chance to review that thing and that you yes. might have to go back and do a, a re-edit, tweak yep. something before you actually kick it out and have it ready for the weekend. Right. And that's just one of those things to where I just don't think a lot of leadership knows yes. what, what it takes to put yep. together a video. It's like, well, what? It's just two minutes. How hard could it be? Well, right. it's like there's a lot of hours that come out in making that two to three minute video and it's it's not so easy it, right. it's it's just tedious and time consuming at times yeah we've you know i found that a uh, part of my role has been internally trying to communicate with people when they ask for video stuff from our video guys to just articulate how long that takes um mm-hmm. and you know coming up with um you know, some sort of calculation that's like, well, if the video is going to be three minutes long, you know, generally it's, you know, three hours per finished minute. So it's, that's going to take about nine hours work for us to do. And, you know, the thing I, and every, you know, editor is going to be a little different and every situation Mm -hmm. is going to be a little different, but it's good to kind of figure out what that is because a lot of times people just say like, because all they see is the finished product and it actually does, it takes longer than you'd ever anticipate um, it, it taking. Um, mm-hmm. So what else should we be thinking about when we think about video announcements? Um, one of the things that occurred to me in the last year in that uh, even though I'm out of having to do it the week to week, I still just like to, to watch and see yes. what's happening out there is the propensity to have a boilerplate section. And that okay. they, yep. you do a search on, on YouTube or Vimeo for church video announcements and you'll find this in 90% of them. Hi, welcome to such and such church. We're so glad to see you this weekend. If you could take a moment and please fill out the visitor card that's in the seat in front of you and drop that in. in I was like, okay, we get that part. Right, right. Uh, to me, that's something that actually should come from a human. Okay. And I, I think that 
we again we've we've started to look at video announcements as this weird catch-all for those kind of things and I would just much rather see that from a pastor or other staff member that is up on stage and right in front of the people. Video is a great way to get messages across. It's a great mm -hmm. way to be visual. But something like that to me should be more personal. That should come from a human mm -hmm. right in front of you that is making you feel welcome as a new person or as maybe somebody who hasn't been in that church for a year. Save that real estate for, for actual announcements. Save right. that, uh, that time for making things stick. Uh, you mentioned, again, you mentioned uh, mission trips. Mm -hmm. That's one of those things that I think that, that is a great medium because you can be so visual with it. Um, right. At Seacoast, we had this ongoing relationship with uh, Habitat for Humanity. Yep. That we had teams going out on a regular basis. Well, don't just give a date. I, I, I grabbed one of the guys and I'm like, let's go shoot on the site. Right. Then the just the location itself becomes a part of the announcement and you've got two by fours and hammering and nailing and stuff going on behind it's like that to me is all the more enticing than just somebody giving dates and times uh, let the medium work for you instead of just well we know video announcements is three minutes this week and here it is right right nice and then then everybody down the line is just kind of phoning it in and then I don't know I, I my heart goes out to the video guy who's got to make that work every week right Definitely. Now, have you uh, kind of encouraged churches or seen churches, you know, they might get into a regular pattern and then take a break. I know, you know, we've we've done this actually just two weeks ago. We had a Sunday where we didn't have uh, we actually didn't have any announcements at all. Um, and I remember in the Monday meeting going into that next weekend, I was like, yeah, there's no announcements this weekend at all. And people were like, what? And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Can we do that? Yeah. Are we allowed to do church without we're asking? And I said, listen, I want times in our schedule where. Um, we just aren't, we're not constantly shilling for stuff and, you know, give it a bit of a break, a bit of a, you know, a breather, a bit of a Selah moment. Um, and obviously the same is true with video announcements, right? Taking a, taking a break every once in a while is a good thing. Uh, just to kind of keep it fresh. I'm, I'm all in favor of, I always call that going dark. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have some real meaty things that you need to promote that week, then go without. There's right. nobody in the crowd I, I just, <laughs> I dare say, if you did an exit poll of people walking out of your church, <laughs> did you miss video announcements? Did you, uh, didn't even think about it. Right. Um, I think that all too often our video announcements may end up being way too internally focused. And, mm -hmm. well, that one ministry really wants their thing on. It's like, well, I remember one time we didn't have going, anything going on, and I was asking around. It's like, you got anything? And this one guy says, well, we've got a financial seminar. And I remember <laughs> thinking... I can't make that real visual, dude. That's <laughs> the only thing that we have. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. That's that's gonna be tough. I just don't think that that your service will suffer any if you go without for one week. Right. Yeah, and obviously that speaks to connecting it to the broader communication strategy, right? Like you don't want to, you know, you want to let the like you said earlier, kind of let the why drive first. Why are we doing this? What piece does this play? How does this fit into the overall mix? You know what? You know what piece of the kind of our strategy does this fulfill, um, exactly. and let that be the preeminent thing rather than okay. Well, we just have to fill a time slot. Let's, you know, let's watch paint drying in the seniors' yes. room because <laughs> because that's what we because we have to or whatever for sure. Yeah, they get the, they. I think that they just get on this kick of well, we have to have video announcements this week. Right. I, definitely. I'm I'm never going to be a proponent of that to do it just because you can. Right. 
um, you're wasting somebody's time. Right. Now, are there churches that you think do a particularly great job that, you know, if people want to kind of look at or, you know, kind of explore what other people are doing, who, who would you kind of point them in the direction of that do you think do a great job on video announcements? Uh, the real easy one right off the top of my head is Elevation Church in Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, and they post their stuff on Vimeo. They they blow everybody out of the water. Right. Um, I mean, early on, one of the real big uh, sparks for me was that I went to a service at North Point in Atlanta, and mm -hmm. they do a phenomenal job. They do a 10-minute announcement thing that starts well before the service, but, th but that's because they've got full seats and a captive audience. Yes. Um, and an amazing team. Uh, Elevation just has really done a great job of capturing the story element and just really telling what the church is doing on an ongoing basis as opposed to here's a thing coming up. It's like just look what your money has been doing. Look what your involvement is doing in changing our community. Um, it's, it's a great unifier in a church like that that's you know got, I don't know, a good dozen sites now that really uh, shows people what that church is all about. And I'm, I'm just a big fan of that, that when you switch it from calendar fodder to this is our DNA, right? this is what our church is about. And I think that, that is, that's something that's just got teeth. Absolutely. Uh, as opposed to just spouting dates and times all the time. Definitely. Great. Is there anything else that you want to share with our, uh, get our listeners before we jump into the lightning round? Yeah. Um, honestly, it's just, it's, be strategic. Um, figure out what you want that thing to look like, and not just this week. What do we want the next six months to look like or the next year to look like to where you're really maximizing what that medium can do for your church um, mm -hmm. instead of just spouting calendar dates, instead of just taking up several minutes. I don't know. It just cracks me up sometimes when I come across video announcements that are seven and eight minutes long. That to me says this is a church with no strategy whatsoever. Right. Pick the top two or three items that you really think are going to apply well to your church and then go after them with, with, you know, with a fervor that says we want to tell this story. We want to really sell this to our people in a way that lets them know this is what our church is about. This is the Unseminary Podcast. Stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Well, we're going to jump into the lightning round, that part of the show where we uh, answer similar questions or ask similar questions. Everybody who's on the show today, we're super excited to have Stephen Murphy with us. We're talking about video announcements and just how do we use those to make a difference in our church. Stephen, are there, is there an online resource that you're using these days that's you know been particularly helpful uh, to your ministry? Um, well, the simple answer, I guess, is, is YouTube and Vimeo. <laughs> right, I'm, exactly. a, I'm a big, I don't know, I guess one side of it is research, and then the other side is just inspiration. I mean, right. there's just some really, uh, like I mentioned, elevation. There's some, there's some churches doing some amazing work in, in great storytelling, and I just, I, I don't know, I, I'm subscribed, so to speak, and that I just love to see what they're up to uh, that inspire me to want to tell better stories. Absolutely. Very cool. Is there a book you're reading these days or have read, uh, you know, in the last six months or so that's had an impact on your thinking? You mentioned Start With Why earlier by Simon Sinek. That's a, that's a fantastic book. That's a must-read book in my mind. Yep, that is a must-read, absolutely, um, for, especially for churches, even though it doesn't have a churchy bend. Um, mm -hmm. It's just very much um, good critical thinking. Mm -hmm. And then the other one that I've been working on for about the last three months is called Die Empty by Todd Henry. Mm. Who wrote The Accidental Creative, which is mm -hmm. another fantastic book, especially in ministry. Um, Die Empty is just very much about uh, 
just really great thinking on how you can maximize your creativity, mm-hmm. how do you maximize your downtime even mm-hmm. uh, in, in collaboration as well as just your own uh, personal creativity and how you approach your work um, to not just make it tasky, but to make it actually mean something. Very cool. All right, other ministries that are um, inspiring you these days, you're looking at saying like, wow, those guys are doing amazing stuff. Uh, well, like I mentioned, Elevation, uh, New Spring Church in uh, in South Carolina. Uh, I've got the great pleasure of calling some of those guys my friends as oh, well, nice. just being inspired by the way that they approach story. And for that matter, the way that they have masterfully integrated video into their services. I can't remember if it was this past Easter or the Easter before, pardon me, but they did one of the most phenomenal jobs of integrating video into the gospel message where they they basically went and shot probably half of Perry's message in Jerusalem. Yes, yeah. Uh, and, And having watched the whole service the week after, it was just fantastic the way that they flowed in and out of the video and to me that's you know as a video guy I love seeing uh, the medium leveraged in such a way where it's not just getting to a point in the message and saying and now here's a video right (laughs) just weaving in and out of it in in our culture that is just so video minded and people are used Mm -hmm. to seeing great things on screen and so I'm just I love it when a church can uh, take and use that medium in such a maximum way. And I know it takes a lot of work, but I think the payoff is always just fantastic. Very cool. All right, two last questions. If you could get 15 minutes with any leader alive, uh, who would you want to get some time with and why? Uh, the first guy that comes to mind, and this may be cliche right now, but that would be Bob Goff. In that oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just knowing that, I mean, I think this guy was an attorney or maybe still is an attorney, that he's, yeah. not, he's not a pastor. Right. But he has just figured out a way to influence people with the simple love of the gospel. Mm-hmm. He doesn't try to overcomplicate it. He doesn't try to uh, soapbox it. He just, you know, he's just got this way about loving people and encouraging other, others to do the same. It's like, I would love to do more of that to where it's just a part of your daily rhythm like it seems for him. Very cool. All right. When you're uh, not working on videos in, in uh, you know, your work, when you're not busy producing, uh, you know, what do you do for fun? How do you just kick back and enjoy yourself? Uh, well, if it's, if it's more the very personal side, like with my wife, we love to, to go antiquing. My, lo- my, wife loves oh, to, nice. my wife loves to find old pieces and refinish them and, and <laughs> make them new again. So I love to go out and, while well, I'm terrible at it, I just love <laughs> hanging out with her and yeah. kind of helping her flesh out a vision for what a, a piece of furniture might look like. And then more for just the me side, I'm actually kind of a nut for paintball. Really? <laughs> okay. You seem like uh, such a mild-mannered man. <laughs> Most people would say that. Put me on a paintball field with some buddies and I can, I can be a bit psychotic. And oh, it's just, that's it's fun. Just, it's a fun little rush. And, and we're getting to the time of year where it's like, ah, this is when you like to go out and do that. So oh, fun. it's kind of prime time for that. <laughs> nice. Well, Stephen, I really appreciate you being on the show today. You've got a blog. If people want to get in touch with you, how could they do that? Uh, the blog is murphy24p at or dot wordpress.com and I, yep. I haven't updated that much recently but that's been one of my list of things to do as the year is wrapping up. <laughs> right. I want to get a better blog schedule again and my Twitter feed is just at murphy24p. Nice. Thanks so much. I really appreciate you being on the show today and taking some time out to talk through this whole video announcement thing. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Don't be shy. We'd love to connect. Check out Unseminary Inbox. You can sign up at unseminary.com and we'll send you helpful training resources every week. Plus, you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use. Connect with Rich on Twitter at Rich Birch or through email rich at unseminary.com Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary.